Tell us about uh, your concerns first and the reasons for this delay in the destruction of these firearms in the Western Cape. Well, I think that's uh, exactly what uh, the, the concern is, is that uh, at this stage to know that there are 700 firearms of which uh, uh, the city's contribution to those are uh, significant. Over the last uh, 21 months, we have confiscated just on uh, 674 um, firearms and items of ammunition and made arrests for those. Those officers are putting in a lot of work and taking a lot of risk during that work, and it's very disheartening to know that the work you're doing is not resulting in in convictions if cases are not being closed. Um, that is presumably the delay for um, uh, the firearms not being destroyed. But because of the um, experiences we've had in the past with firearms uh, landing back in the hands of the very gangsters they were confiscated from, uh, it creates a great concern that uh, these firearms are simply going back into the loop and back into the violence uh, that uh, uproot um, uh, many of our communities and allow small groups of gangsters to hold all communities hostage. 674 firearms is quite a lot to confiscate, but now take us through the process of destroying these firearms and, and how do you ensure that they do not leak back into the hands of those criminals, as you put it? The local South African police here have no control over what happens to those farms. They are transported uh, to Pretoria where they're um, handed to the National Armory where these illegal firearms are meant to be destroyed. Um, and it was from there that uh, Colonel Prinsluer um, and uh, he was uh, alone sentenced, but he may well not have been the only person who was involved in that um, activity. Um, we know some of the details of that case, uh, but you will never know if he alone took the fall on behalf of others uh, and if those syndicates are not still able to access firearms from the National Army. And therefore, any firearms that we uh, get confirmation, as we did through the provincial government, through the uh, provincial Department of Community Safety, that they have not yet been destroyed, causes us great concern. Um, and it's part of the argument over the last period why the provincial government and supported very much by the city have argued for the creation of local firearm destruction facilities and have indicated that we would be willing to assist in establishing those um, so that effective oversight can be done so that the firearms aren't transported um, to a place where we cannot see what happens to them, that the firearms are destroyed locally where we can confirm that such have happened and that the work done by South African police locally, by our law enforcement, by our metro police, um, it's not in vain that those firearms are taken off the street. It is frustrating enough for us to see that the conviction rate relating to those arrests is extremely low. Mm-hmm. Out of those 674 arrests I've mentioned, we were, um, over these last, just on two years, able to see only um, around six convictions. And it's something we are engaging the National Prosecuting Authority about, and we have started to do watching briefs over those cases to be able to confirm uh, why they fail, and we've got a sense of, of where that failure comes from in terms of predominantly the ballistic testing. But the consolation is at least you've taken a gun off the street. In this case, we are now finding out that even the guns we've taken off the street may not uh, be uh, staying off the street permanently and are not being destroyed.